Greetings, champion. Are you thinking what I am thinking? Good. Bring ample supply of butter and goblin jumper cables. All eyes on me. Do you even live? Ha! Huh, your size makes you weak, giant. Hey, chill out. Eliminate the target. Here we go. Five, four, three, two, one. Hey, hey, hey! Welcome to Seastar Gaming, formerly Casually Casual Cast. This is the gaming podcast for those who are hardcore about not being hardcore. It is July 24th, 2021, and this is episode one. And I am one of the hosts, Harena. And I am Eva. Yay! You can reach the show by email at Seastra gaming at gmail.com we are sister gaming because we are sisters who game together and you could tweet the show at sister gaming on twitter and you can find the show notes and our twitch channel and everything related to sister gaming at seastergaming.com are are you glad to be back in the saddle eva i am i missed it i know when i was doing casually casual cast I was like, oh, I'm still playing Warcraft, but my sister isn't. And then it just wasn't fun anymore. And then I, you know, trying to record by myself and believe me, I could talk to myself just fine. But it's more fun having you here. <laughs> you definitely could talk to yourself. <laughs> I know, right? I'm I'm owning it. <laughs> I can entertain myself and talk to myself. Just fine. <laughs> so we just wanted to start the show off with talking about the whys of the new show format. So the sticky situation with doing a podcast, just going to let you guys know, and I think you're probably going to hear this from other podcasts too, is that a podcast that is focused on one game, um, the sticky part of that, of doing a podcast that is focused on one game, is that if that game goes south, or you fall out of love with that game, or the company seems to be infested with sex offenders like what Blizzard's going through right now, you are left with two choices. Stop the podcast or change the podcast. So I had stopped the podcast now for quite a while and I wasn't, it was in hiatus. And um, then we came back and we were playing WoW and we're loving WoW Classic and we were wanting to fire up the engine. And then all of a sudden, this week happened with blizzard and i'm just like yeah this is ridiculous well we weren't technically only playing wow we yeah that's true really wrapped up in valheim that's where we wow classic though weeks yeah. yeah yeah it started with wow classic and then we added valheim to our little gaming puddle and then yeah then then uh this happened so um so right now we have decided to change our podcast in order to encompass the games that we're playing alone and with each other on and also on our sister gaming twitch channel because we also stream our playtime together so this is going to be a podcast with a loose structure that covers whatever we want to talk about in the gaming world and community so that's what we're doing and Eva, what are your thoughts? I am actually quite excited. Like, I don't feel like we have to change too much going no. forward because we do always play a variety of games. We just would only talk about one main game. So I don't feel like we have to do a whole lot. We've had awesome adventures in all of them that we've on. We always laugh, giggle, and have fun. And 
I think right. the new format will be a lot more fun, more freeing, and not so scripted to one game. So I think I'm going to have fun with this, honestly. Same, same. Yeah. I am excited about that. So we're going to hop into the news, and that's, like, um, part of why I... I was already on board with making this change. So we're going to hit some news right now. going to just slide on into that. <laughs> All right, Blizzard, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this because you're going to hear it everywhere and it's flooding the internet right now. But if you are hiding in a cave in Azrael somewhere, I'm just going to let you know that Blizzard is being sued. And there's a lot of articles right now that you could hop to. I put in the show notes, the news.bloomberglaw or bloom, yeah, bloomberglaw.com because it had a lot of the information that you needed from the actual lawsuit. So you can check on that all by yourself. But basically, video game giant Activision Blizzard Inc., maker of games that we love, including World of Warcraft, Diablo, on um, Overwatch, and, and all that, um, is being alleged to foster a frat boy culture. Female employees are also allegedly being subjected to constant sexual harassment, unequal pay, retaliation, and according to a lawsuit filed by California Department of Fair Employment and Housing, that is where this is actually coming from. So this is not just a fly-by-night accusation or a class action lawsuit, but actually the culmination of a two-year-long investigation by the state agency that has found that this company is guilty of discriminating against female employees in terms and conditions of employment, including their compensation, assignment, promotion, and termination. The company also has company leadership that has consistently failed to take steps to prevent this discrimination, harassment, and retaliation. And according to the complaint filed Tuesday of this week in the Los Angeles Superior Court, female employees make up 20% of Activision's workforce. They are subjected to a pervasive frat boy workplace culture. That's in air quotes, because this is the alleged um, culture that is taking place right there. And um, including cube crawls, where the male employees would drink copious amounts of alcohol as they crawl their way through various cubicles in the office and often engage in inappropriate behavior toward their female co-workers. It is also alleged that male employees played video games during the workday while delegating responsibilities to their female co-workers and employees. They engaged in sexually based banter and would joke openly about rape and among other things. So this is very serious. And A spokesperson for Activision Blizzard said in a statement, We value diversity and strive to foster a workplace that offers inclusivity for everyone. There is no place in our company or industry or any industry for sexual misconduct or harassment of any kind. We take every allegation seriously and investigate all claims. In cases related to misconduct, 
action was taken to address the issue. But that's not, that does not seem to be the case on Twitter. I have went through and collected uh, tweets and, and is littered. The internet is littered with proof that this actually is not the case. It's just some text-based fluff. They're just blowing up our booties. And it's not cool because I'm actually putting links in the show notes of the tweets of people going, pushing back and going, yeah, nice try. Nice try. This stuff has been going on for years. We have had people write in. We have blown the whistle on this multiple times and yet nothing was done. But, and also on the heels of it, it's Mr. Alex Efrosiobi. Um, He bailed. He bailed in June. (laughs) And it's like, what? (laughs) He knew he could smell the blood in the water. Somebody must have had to tip that. I'm just saying, in my own opinion, somebody must have tipped him off. Because... Yeah! Yeah. I remember reading that um, his office was allegedly, air quotes, um, being called the Cosby office and stuff. It got, I mean, it was bad. So what, um, Alex Afraziabi is also alleged to be a large offender regarding these behaviors at Activision Blizzard and has since had his NPC removed from inside the game from what I was seeing on um, social media. He, Alex Afraziabi, was the former senior creative director for World of Warcraft at Blizzard Entertainment. He's, he wasn't just some peon. He was up for years on stage right along with his co-workers answering questions at BlizzCon and everything. I also have a video to the li- a link to a video that has them um, answering questions at a BlizzCon from a female in the audience. She was quest like asking about it was a 2010 BlizzCon panel and there were a bunch of fans you know you get up and you get to ask questions to the panel. And she was brave brave enough to ask the panel that was all men, including Jay Allen Brack and Alex Fraziabi, whether or not there, whether there's a scope for some of WoW's female characters to be less sexualized, because they all seem to be out of some Victoria's Secret model. And then I wish I could put the video um, of the clip in here, but I didn't want to jump through the, all the hoops to get it from Twitter and then into um, an MP3 to add to the podcast. So I did put the link to the tweet that it has the video in it. And you could just see, they just are grinning at each other. Like, they're like, oh, we can't have it from that catalog. Well, what catalog can we have it from? And, you know, (laughs) and it was just so, it was so gross. Like, I'm so used to it from where I've come from in my, I've worked in a lot of, you know, industrial environments and non-industrial environments um, where places where I was the only female. I'm used to this sort of behavior, but... I've had my own struggles. You've had your own struggles with sexual harassment in the workplace. But I saw these dudes now being <laughs> older and wiser. And I just be like, yeah, these guys, they were just a freaking, um, it was just a joke to them, you know? And yeah, it was 11 years ago and now they're getting hit. And now, thankfully for technology, there's some footprints to go back. And it's not like the, the days of, oh, get in the kitchen, make me a sandwich. You know, there's actual footage of them being turds. And now people get to see it with their own eyes. 
now in hindsight realize, oh my gosh, this has been going on forever. So yeah, crazy. But I did put the link to that in the show notes too. There's also a really good tweet um, by Kristen underscore wrote where she even puts an actual screenshot of the letter she wrote to Mike Morheim back in 2018 after she left Blizzard. And he was actually still the president and CEO. And I put a link there. So you guys can look for yourself, do your digging, and don't just believe every little text-based apology coming from these little talking heads that have had the ability to not cultivate a crappy work environment for decades, for at least a decade, you know? So, and then even Josh Allen, AKA Devlor at Devlor on Twitter, everybody should know who Josh is. If you've been in this community for any amount of time on Twitter and also known with, um, he actually, um, you know, has been very vocal and kind of waited a little bit to add his two cents, but he put in quotes, his tweet was, if I'd known this was happening, I would have stopped it. Quote, says the man who was told repeatedly that it was happening and did nothing to stop it. So, I mean, I love to see people finally being brave to be like, listen, this is a load of bunk. You have been told and you chose to ignore it. And now everything is coming to a head. So yeah, my take, I tweeted it out. Twitter's hard and I don't do the tweet longer things. I just try to get my feelings in the 140 characters and call it good. So I saw the horror stories coming out about Blizzard are atrocious and I personally do not feel right supporting them as it stands. So therefore I had canceled my subscription. And even I talked about this, like how did we feel about it? Because we were having a lot of fun playing WoW Classic, uh, the Burning Crusade expansion, and we were leveling and exploring in the outlets. And even I both felt like, yeah, we're just gonna hit the pause button, sit back and see what happens, right? Right. Yeah, so what were your feelings? I know I bet, I told, before we started recording, I'm like, I will get in the driver's seat of this conversation because I have been keeping up on it. And I've been in this community um, on and off now since, forever on Twitter for at least 10 years. So I'm really schooled. I know what's going on and I know who all the the players are where Eva is new to the scene in that regard. So if it seems like always been a big social media person, trying to follow up on stuff is harder. I don't, I don't stand by what they're doing in what any way whatsoever. I don't agree with it. It's not okay. It's never okay. Yep. It is not okay. So We both agreed to cancel our subs and to sit back and see what they do as a company before we decide if we're going to do it anymore. That's our choice. So I said, my heart still goes out to all of those who've had to suffer in any way. And I definitely thirst for justice to be served. And also I wanted to put out as a PSA to remember that each of us are individuals and that we game for different reasons. Each of us cope differently. We make our stands against injustices differently, and we process our approaches to problematic situations differently. So in my opinion, feel okay with your personal approach to the situation. If you want to keep playing, keep playing. If you don't, 
don't if you want to take a step back and see what happens see where the cards fall go for it we have no judgment on that regard this is just our personal choice so. there's no right way or wrong right. way to handle your own personal gaming yeah everybody games and has their own opinions you know yeah so i just i'm personally going to wait and see what comes out about how they're handling this internally they can't the company itself cannot say a lot right now because it is a legal situation they are in they are being sued so they cannot come right out and go yeah we have totally been doing this for 10 years ha ha you know like they're putting out their robotic replies they're oh we're so sorry that this has been happening we had no idea and they have been proving wrong you know people are are stepping forward and being like no that's a load of crap i have told you five thousand times that this was going on and you guys ignored it so and it was all the way up to the top so yeah nice try predators and that's another thing i wanted to point out predators like those that we are learning about are actually everywhere <laughs> it's not yeah, just a scarily. blizzard thing yeah it's not just a blizzard thing they're everywhere they're in every job they're in every church they're in every family they're in every park they're in every school predators are gonna predator and they're only sorry when they get caught that's it they're sorry that they are inconvenienced by having to answer for their jack wagon behavior that's all they're ever sorry for they're not sorry for what they're doing they're sorry that they got caught so yeah they could tweet out all they want they could say sorry all day long in my opinion but until their actions start lining up with their words i'm not changing my view about the situation because time will tell so that's what i got to say about all of that do you have anything you want to add because i asked the community i think you covered it yeah <laughs> i'm like i to say <laughs> yeah i knew this was going to be a horena heavy uh chatting section because you know i've been keeping my thumb on the pulse so i did add the links to the tweets so you can go back and do your own research and not just believe the smoke they're trying to fluff us up with because that's just all it is in my opinion but i did take it to twitter and ask the community are the ethics of the company who developed or develops the games you play important to you so let's see where our poll ended up heads up I don't think that, uh, I don't think you knew that poll was there. All right, so it looks like I didn't give everybody very much time because we we're just going to record the show to get our first episode out. And um, we did have 28.6% said it is a very important to them, the ethics of the company who develops their games and that they play. It's very important to them. And it was tied with, it is circumstantial, 28.6%. And then 42.9% said, not important. They are perfectly fine just playing the games that they like. It, the ethics of the company who developed the game does not matter to them. So do you want to say where you stand on that, Eva, or? I think I have already. <laughs> like, does it matter to you the ethics of a game? Like any game, any company. It doesn't have to be Blizzard, it can be anything. Like if, uh, like you've been playing Lords of Mobile for a very long time. And if like the developers of Lords of Mobile, you found out, went around and like kicked 18 kittens a day. 
in the face would that, that tick you off? That would definitely give me a bad taste in my mouth and kind of take the fun out of the game for me, knowing that it was made by evil people. But I'd like to kick kittens in the face, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I lean into the it's circumstantial. So, like, I have my, my, I have my uh, deal breakers, you know? Like... If it was like somebody who, you know, cheated on their significant other, I'd be like, that's more of a domestic thing. You know, that was one person who is this creepy adulterer or whatever. And that's on them. That has nothing to do with the rest of the company or whatever. But um, I think what made me lean into the department with this is because it went back so far and so yeah. high. It wasn't one dude being sketchy or one one per- person being sketchy on the board. It was the multiples. They were just like covering up for each other, you know? Right. So the, yeah. those positions of power situations. So I'm yeah. more of the circumstantial person. Like, it's not- definitely a hard situation for the people that do play the games to decide yes. which way they want to go. Because some of, some of the games that people play was a one-time buy yeah so for them to play it i don't know if that'd be considered actually supporting them because they're no longer putting money into it yeah but then there are the subscription-based ones where you're actively supporting that company by buying it so i guess that's where i teeter-totter on like which way to go i understand everybody some people make a living off of playing those games and i would understand like their their life earnings would go down the you know like they would have to revamp everything and hope that they could still make an income so i mean i understand different reasons why people stick with it and don't i get it it's well and you love overwatch too Mm -hmm. you already bought overwatch you don't ps up for overwatch you're most likely not going to stop playing overwatch right I haven't played it in a couple days because I've been too busy with the other fun games. But right. Yeah, I will still log on every now and then and play because I do enjoy it. It's a right. great stress relief for me. Yeah. It's a familiar game. It's just a fun thing. Mm-hmm. But and- I did unsub from WoW, but I had kind of stopped playing that anyways. And then I resubbed because you're like, let's play Party Crusade. I was like, okay. So then resub. Uh-huh. You know? like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, right. Yeah. And I just kept playing it. Um, that's where I think my circumstances were. I'm like, Psh, I there's nothing I can do about money that I've already tossed out a game. But I just felt like I wanted to hit the brakes and just sit back and be like, hmm, the ball's in your court, jack wagon. Let me see how you're going to do. You know, let me see what you do. Um, But people argue, don't don't take away your sub. There's people there still working. I can't control that. I can only control me. And this is how I feel at this moment in time. Okay? Right. (laughs) So, but I also have a question, too, because there are good people that work there. Yeah, there are great people that work there. I'm thinking that if it's this wide known, that those good people also know and not say anything? Like, that's where I start wondering. Or is it they were victims as well? You know, like, it's a 50-50 there as well. That's why I'm just, I don't really have an opinion because yeah. I don't know the... the yeah, we don't know the circumstances. Facts and all of that. I'm not a lawyer or judge. Right. Yep. It's so. not, we can only control ourselves and how we react. Yep. So just to move forward, we're, this is what we're going to talk about right now until more comes out about the situation. We just wanted to start, you know, right up front. This is what we were dealing with. So 
everything's circumstantial and we can really only control ourselves. So just focus on that. Right. Um, yeah. And don't go out and pitchfork people. something for your mental health and yeah. stick with it. If it's something that's making your mental health decline because you feel a certain type of way, then right. don't. Like, it's it's really personal. Yeah, your personal. Keep it personal. Don't go out and attack people for not having your personal feelings. They're not you. You're not them. You don't have, you, you shouldn't be doing that at all. Let people deal with everything in their life the way they choose to deal with it in a lawful uh, manner that doesn't hurt others. And that's oh. that. And one thing I wanted to make sure that we do add into the show is that those who are affected by this horrendous, disgusting, atrocious behavior from these Blizzard employees and ex-employees we are with you you do not have to suffer in silence you know it is it's a great thing when you can find your voice and find your power and speak out against those who have been abusing you in any way so please know that we stand strong with you and we are rooting you on and i personally pray for those for everyone involved so please just know that from the bottom of our hearts so we're moving into, oh, I did want to let everybody know that um, thanks to Gray at Smirking Lion on Twitter, they tweeted out that Final Fantasy Online is on sale right now. So if you're looking for a, another game to kind of fill your MMO love, you can get it right now. The Final Fantasy Online Complete Edition is only $23.99 right now, and it's normally 60 bucks. So, so is that a subscription or is that not? Yeah, you can play. I think if there is a free trial and then I think you can play free up to a certain level and um, then there is a subscription base. So it's not like Elder Scrolls Online where you can either just pay or like SWOTOR where you could just pay and play for free and not pay anything. But then like your quality of life in the game is drastically affected right. that yeah you can um but with final fantasy you either you get that free window or free leveling window and then you start to pay a subscription gotcha so good to know yeah so i just want to toss that out there and now we're going to be going into what we're doing in game here we go i have jacked my jaws enough this episode <laughs> Lots to say, and I had lots to say. But now I'm going to hand it over and let you check your jaws and tell me what you've been doing in game. So I've had like a real life revelation playing games because <laughs> who I am in game is so different than who I am out of game. It's so funny because I have found since playing Valheim with Reyna that <laughs> she's become the house mouse and I have become the slayer. And that is True so story. worst. <laughs> Because I am normally like the timid house mouse, and she's like, the, "Let's go take on the world." I'm the real, real life, life slayer. Yeah, I'm like, "Let where are they at? Where are they at? Let me yeah. chop them, chop, chop." And then game, yeah, I'm like, "I ain't going out there. There's creepy things in the woods." <laughs> so I found that really interesting, oh. and her and I'll be on the phone. She's like, "What are you doing?" And I'll start screaming, you know, because my adventurous side's <laughs> kicking in. And I'm talking to her. And I'm like, "Oh my god." Oh my gosh, oh my gosh. She's like, what are you doing? I'm like, you know the big the big foot that walks around? I've taken him out with a bow and arrow. And I have like basic gear in Belheim, you yeah. know. And I was just uh, having fun exploring because 
because I love playing The Sims 4 as well. So I have found a Valheim that I've crossed that with Sims 4, and I keep wanting to make a bigger house and a bigger house, and I keep having to need more wood and more stone and yeah. more wood, more stone. And then I'm like, oh, now I got to adventure more. Now I need, so I've been adventuring more. So I'm talking to her on the phone while I'm trying to like find all these goods to upgrade the right. house into this epic Sims 4 cross Belheim house. And I ran into the Bigfoot and I was so impressed because all I had was a fire bow and arrow and I was guiding them all around and I was like, oh, I'm doing so good. And then out of nowhere comes the shaman dun, dun, dun. they're so evil because they throw these like magic ball looking <laughs> things at you and i'm so i'm dodging those i'm literally kiting around four giant rocks while bigfoot's chasing me in a circle ducking in between them and then here comes two poisonous graylings throwing their green vials of poison at me and i'm like Oh my goodness. Oh, and I had Bigfoot down to a quarter of health before those popped in. Mm -hmm. I don't I honestly have no idea how I ended up killing all of them. I was so <laughs> impressed with myself. I was like, yeah. She was kind of cheering me on. Oh yeah. Was yeah. I was like, you go, you go. Cause I would have done like peed my pants and ran off like ah flailing my arms into the sunset. <laughs> I just I get so triggered playing video games like it's real life for me, you know? And yeah, I'm like, oh it was so funny. It was it was so much fun and funny at the same time because I literally didn't have the faith that I could even do it. You did I left, though. I left like all my stuff at home knowing I was gonna die and have some long run back home back because I had previously died a couple times because I'd ran into the wrong areas and got jumped by Graylings and yeah, so I wasn't expecting it. And then I was just like, eh, I got time. Let's see if I can take him on. I felt more confident because Harena was on the phone with me, you know, like having that sisterly love there to right. hold your hand while you're taking this on by yourself. But I was like, you're, oh, and you were giving me a play by play. Phone. Yeah. You're like, I just took this one down. I'm like, okay. I'm like probably loading the dishwasher or something, like living vicariously through you. All right, you got it. Okay, next. And you're like, oh gosh, I survived. Next, now I'm gonna attack this one. And I was like, you go, you go. <laughs> oh my goodness. The whole point was just to go deer hunting so I could like- Yes, that's so right. So we could have leather, at least leather gear because we're right. wearing cloth gear at the moment. So like, <laughs> true, true. Yeah. So moving on from there, back to my Sims 4 love, I am so excited because Cottage Living has come out for Sims 4. And I I find it funny because like with as much as advanced technology there is in the world, people are so excited to go backwards back. in games. <laughs> and we're like, we can have farms and llamas and cows and chickens and cottages and we can make our own jam and garden and live off the land. And that's where this whole expansion pack goes to and I'm so excited for it. I haven't bought it yet. I might by the next episode and then I'll have to like tell you all about it. But I have saw some really cute little videos of things people have put out there and it's like how the Grim Reaper now handles the death of your chicken and he sits there and he keeps checking his app phone like, I don't know, are you the right chicken? Mm, you look like you could be the right chicken that's supposed <laughs> to go to the upper world, you know, like, uh -huh. and he's checking, scrolling, and then he leans down and he, he pets the chicken on the hand and picks it up and poof, they disappear. <laughs> no way! Yeah, it's just a cute, cuter uh, arrangement than when your Sims dies and he's like, right. Oh, and then you have to like plead with him 
please don't take my loved one, please. And if he thinks you love them a lot or enough, then he'll spare them. Otherwise, he takes them away and you're just kind of like stuck there with their tombstone. And you're like, no. Aww. <laughs> you, know? you have to like prove to them that you love them. That's crazy. Yeah. You have to I just never did. I never did the Sims life. So I like hearing about it. Yeah, it's really fun. Um, I... I had the the Echo Life one, and I thought I was gonna be this great person, you know, and created this awesome dude, and he was gonna be a single dude, and he was gonna have the Echo lifestyle and change the town and make it awesome and better. And I get him moved into his house, and he's hungry, so he starts up his grill, catches on fire, and dies the first <laughs> time I even played him. I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> Seriously, are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness like did not go as planned yeah, <laughs> did not go as planned that. he that's he crazy that was a lot of fun so it looks like you can buy the sims 4 cottage thing yeah it's out now on pc download steam xbox one and playstation 4 so far or from origin directly. oh yeah origin yeah yay games challenge everything it looks like you can buy the it looks like you can buy The Sims 4, though, right now on Steam for only $9.99. Which is a good deal. 75% off. And then you can get The Sims 4 Deluxe a Digital Edition for $12.49 right now. And then... And, and, and then? then. <laughs> and then? Yep, so Cottage Living Expansion Pack is $39.99. So, but you have to have the base game sims 4 in order to play the cottage living expansion pack right so you're looking at so it's 40 dollars for the expansion pack and it's 10 dollars. so it's 50 bucks right now to um to get the the whole experience yeah yeah Yeah. right the base pack plus that expansion yep so this will be the only expansion that i do not own currently yeah because you (laughs) you are pretty hardcore i remember when you and your snoober was um into the star wars one right like you guys were geek that was last year right that is so that's like our holiday tradition is we play the sims like halloween comes along one year we bought the vampire sims and that was our halloween party we had a bowl of candy and snacks and him and i sat next to each other and we played the vampire oh that's cool and then this year it was the star wars so yeah we always have some kind of fun tradition when it comes to that because he's not a big trick-or-treater right that's he'd rather just me buy him candy he doesn't want to walk for it (laughs) Uh uh-huh right yeah so you'll have to let us know on uh next episode like how that turned out for you yeah I'm excited. I gotta get it, but I'm still excited. Yeah. Yes. So what game now? Oh what? my goodness. <laughs> so I think you've been bitten by this game now. I do. Yeah, feel. because I was really loving Valheim. Like right. she you would were. be doing work and I'm like, oh my gosh, I've been upgrading the house. I'm gonna log on. Are you gonna get on? Are you gonna get on? She's like, I can't right now. I'm like, okay, well I'm getting on. <laughs> Yes. Well, now I have gotten bitten by New World. Love it. New World MMO by Amazon. Yes. And I feel like it's um, a mixture of Guild Wars and Valheim and WoW and Final Fantasy, like all into one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so much stuff to do. Like I love, and I love the proximity chat because yes. 
I don't normally have anyone to talk to when I'm playing games. Right. Because I don't know that many people. And my old gaming crew, they just all disappeared. They don't, or they're working or, you know, everybody's life changed. So I don't yeah. have that group anymore. So I made a friend instantly just by talking to <laughs> You did. It was, it was nuts. I had a staff and I was like, I wonder if I can shoot people with this. Because I didn't know if PvP <laughs> was turned out I didn't know either. And knowing my personality in game, I'm like... Let's just try it out. Yep. <laughs> Let's so just shoot this take a shot. Person. And I shot them repetitively for until they noticed. And then the person turns around, comes running up to me, and goes, Do you want to catch these hands? It was <laughs> so funny. I, I was rolling. <laughs> said, oh, hi, friend. And then yeah. they requested me. And then we became friends. And then we chatted while we played. So that was really cool. You made a me. friend instantly by shooting them with your yeah. new life staff. I think that's what it is, a life staff yeah. that we got. Yeah, yeah. Life staff. yeah, it was so much fun. But I thought that was cool. So I really enjoyed the proximity chat. And you can turn it on and off, whether you just want it for like your group or you want the world. I find it entertaining for the world because it's like listening into random craziness and then that just is entertaining to me right so for <laughs> those who want to know about new world i'll just read off a snippet off from their website it's newworld.com um the mystical island of Aeternum calls for thousands of years the mysterious island of Aeternum has now been the source of fan fantastical legends and now you have found it shipwrecked with no supplies or allies you'll need to make your way in a dangerous world where the fundamental laws of life and death don't apply magic flows through Aeternum. it brings life miraculous healing reanimation of the dead in the strange flora with magical properties and it brings horror <laughs> The, the power to cause untold destruction and the slow wasting of the soul through countless cycles of death and resurrection. In such a land, your destiny is whatever you make of it. <laughs> I'm like, okay then. <laughs> it's turning off so good. And then it's like, and you die over and over again and your soul is <laughs> I'm like, geez, okay. Oh, wow. Yeah, nuts. Um, it says a land shaped by magic. So as we journey, we'll find creatures, plants, stones, and other resources that have all been altered by the magic of Eternum. And then you can fight the world, fight the world, wretched once human creatures twisted by centuries of death and revival and fest Eternum, the corrupted. <laughs> yeah, we can attest to that. We killed plenty of skeletons. Yeah. I killed so many more skeletons because I didn't realize, um, think, thankfully, Eva was like, um, you don't have to kill any more skeletons. You're supposed to be climbing up on the, the front of the, the ship and the back <laughs> of the ship and doing something with their flags. And I was sitting over there going, how many more skeletons do I have to kill? And I, the whole time I was done. I just needed to pay attention. I just had to keep peeking at her stream and be yeah. like, um, you got to go that way. You got to turn this way. Exactly. You're not on that quest anymore. We're not there anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so you love the proximity chat, and then you yeah. love what else have you been so loving? The fun things that I like in this game is the gathering, the skinning, and the herbing. Things aren't 
super hard, but they're also not super easy to find. But you will find the letter O over anything that you can gather skin and herb. And I like it because you just hit E and you don't have to hold it down or repetitive hit it. Right. That's it so just, annoying. You hit E and then you just stand there and it does it for you. It's like, so, chop, it's chop, like butter. Chop, 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 Yeah. And the better your tools are, the quicker that happens. <laughs> so, right. Yeah. So I'm like, that's pretty cool. And then I also really enjoy the fact that you get to like pick your faction, which reminded me of Covenants and WoW but not the same because in this one it was kind of like it reminded me of the harry potter-esque feel where it was like gryffindor slytherin like you still all co-mingle in the same cities and villages and stuff but it gives you your own like faction perks that you can do individual quests to get perk points and with those you can buy gear and better gear and the higher your rep gets with your own faction the better stuff you can get so I thought that was cool and um there's faction chat. I thought well. that was neat when you yeah, said as that. Well I'm as like what? guild chat. Yeah, so like you can have just your guild chat, but if you're running and you're questing with people in your same faction, you can just click the faction chat and it's like you all communicate. So if you're planning some big world PvP event, you already are all in that chat. That's together. awesome. So you don't have to to like waste time organizing and fighting who's gonna do it you're just already in the chat you're that already is cool yeah so that's really cool and um i like the the there's like pve or pvp quests and those work for like the town quests as well so you can go to a certain town and you can earn rewards by how many quests that you do in that town for that town specifically uh-huh and it gives you perks like um, more XP when doing that, the bigger storage, different different type of stuff. And you don't have to choose PvP quests. So if you want to play and you want to be strictly a PvE player, it's totally doable. And if you want to be PvP, you can just select all the PvP quests and go out and do that. You don't even have to do the PvE ones. They constantly like renew. That's cool. That's good yeah. to know. Yeah. And then I also like that there's like storyline quests as well. So like you you can level through your faction quest, the storyline quest, or the um, town quest. You know, like so much things you can do and you get XP from gathering and crafting things. And yeah, I've just really been enjoying it all. It's really fun yeah. to me. <laughs> We've only been playing it for what now? Two days or is this the third day? This is the third day. Uh, this would be the third day. Yeah, I've been today. That's but awesome. You know what I found super handy though? I feel hmm. like I'm hyped up because I'm like really lucky. Yeah. Because we'll probably be playing after we, <laughs> yes, you know. Yeah. So, you know, in other games, when you die, you have to go back to this, their choice of spawn point. Uh huh. Well, this one, you can make a camp. So let's say you are. are going up on a super hard quest and you know that you're possibly gonna die a lot well before you start going into that zone just make your own camp in your what? own safe spot and when you die you spawn right there where that is amazing camp. yes you don't have to run from like 900 miles from the last town spirit healer at. or whatever yeah or, yeah. yeah that is you amazing can just make your camp on, up on a hill right outside the gates and then when you die you're like ta-da you wow right so that's one of my favorite parts because I hate body hopping like in Burning Crusade where I got stuck in that dungeon uh -huh. or, or cave 
and I was stuck there for two Forever. hours. Forever. Body hopping my way out because things yeah. were spawning so quickly. So on top fast. Of me. Yeah, I was like, oh, I can't. I can't even. <laughs> my gear would be red all over, and I would be like, I'm so frustrated. And you were ticked off. Yeah. I was like, I, because I, I get claustrophobic in caves. Yeah. <laughs> like, I can't get out. And then eventually, I was like, I'm done with this. I'm just taking the rest sickness, and I'm just locking up. <laughs> yeah. At some point when you're playing like Wild Classic, you were just like, no. what the heck? Like it part of me, I was torn. I was like, I am so proud that I haven't nerd raged right now and just like unplugged. Like I'm so proud of myself, yeah. this determination. And I feel like my kids were like, look at, I feel like I was teaching them how not to nerd rage because my son's like a big nerd rager, he's seven. And yeah. he, he, if he's not winning, you know, in Roblox or Minecraft, whatever he's going, he gets really mad. So I was like, look at, I've, I've died 97 and a half times. Look at mommy. I'm like, I'm amazing. Look at mommy. I'm not nerd raging, you know? And yeah. I felt like I was justifying my um, horrible situation. Right. I, I'm like, I well, at least they can see cool, me. Huh? Um, when you keep your cool and yeah. let them see, like, it's okay. You can be frustrated, but yeah. you don't have to nerd rage. You don't have to be a jerk. You don't have <laughs> yeah. to, you know, resort to chopping people down and, and whittling them down and attacking yeah. their character and chat. You don't have to punch yeah. your screen and throw your monitor across the room. Yeah, like I've always told you that. You can get frustrated and you can get annoyed, but if it gets to the point where you're angry and not having fun, then it's time to get off. Time to walk away, take like, a deep breath, go outside, get some fresh air. Just because it's hard, but you don't yeah. want to like right. make yourself go crazy because it's angering you. So true. So, yeah. so yeah. true. And then the last thing that I wanted to add is the um, you can use any weapon you want. You just I love kind of, that. Yeah, I you love can put it. points in the different ones, so it so doesn't good. matter what you are. So I'm currently running around <laughs> with the Staff of Life because I can spec <laughs> into the healing circle. I've, and yes! I also have my shield and my sword where I'm kind of like the DPS. So like I chop, 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 and then when I get low, I just equip my staff, hit my healing circle, and then put while in combat, switch back to my sword and shield. That is amazing. And start chopping people. So I'm like, this is awesome. That is so amazing. Yeah. That's what I love the combat so far. It's yeah. It seems to be very fluid and I don't feel like I'm restricted or clunky. I was kind of concerned because I'm used to playing, you know, the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine on the top, where this is actually the combat buttons have been in our Q, our R, and our F at this point, and, and then utilizing the mouse keys. Yeah. more so but you can keep on it yeah you can you yeah you can change it into whatever you want like if you're used to doing that but mm -hmm. i kind of have really enjoyed not having to be tethered in that way where i'm i've never messed with keybinds i just tried to adapt to whatever game i was playing so that's just my style but i really right. like it better than what i thought i anticipated hating it but i actually liked it like once i started to remember oh i want to block so i'm going to hit my mouse and then i want to roll you know so i really like it yeah i think it's fluid and i love like you said being able to equip and not being locked in to one weapon you know mm -hmm. being able to carry a block with my shield 
DP and then switching back and forth between the one and the two, you're, you have two weapon slots. So you can hit one, activate the sword, two, activate the life staff. You know, I really love that. So right. I have really enjoyed the combat so far. I really have. Yeah. So I, um, I'm ready to talk about WoW Classic. If yeah. you are... I, I think I've rattled on. I will totally have more next show. <laughs> well, yeah, we will be. You, yeah, as this long, is how we as roll. Well as many screenshots on my Twitter page. Yes, all my adventures. <laughs> Follow her on Twitter at Eva underscore chats. Um, so while classic, we were having a blast before Blizzard dropped a blast on us. Uh, we were having a blast, a lot of fun playing while classic. So much so that. I was loving every minute of running from the Fell Reaver and then watching people like one time I was like, oh no, they aren't. This like druid came charging, saw the Fell Reaver, and I'm sitting back like eating popcorn watching, like, what's gonna happen? What's gonna happen? This druid comes up and I don't know what they were thinking. They were like, I think I'm gonna push Fell Reaver. And I was like, I don't think you should. And then all of a sudden they did, and the Fell Reaver was like <laughs> grabbed its fist and just started smashing this little druid into the ground this is cat form into the ground and i had clipped it with my metal recorder and put some like edm music to it and it, it hit the beat like every time the fell reaver would punch the druid the beat would hit the song and i was just rolling like that had me cracking up for days watching this clip of this just getting hammered. Oh, this is the little things in life that crack me up. But oh my goodness, I was having such a blast. And I swear, the Fell Reaver is like a ninja. Like, I didn't know that it was just, I'm just minding my own business. I'm sitting in the middle of the path, opening up my map, trying to see where I needed to go. And all of a sudden, and I was like, oh my gosh, like my blood freezes in my body. And I was just like, no, thank you. <laughs> I was having so was much it, fun. Was it like following you through your sleep and your dreams? Oh, it was a nightmare. <laughs> He's a trip. Like, he terrifies me. Reminds me of this old boss named Sue. She was the tiniest woman, but she was the most evil person I've ever encountered in my life. She was so <laughs> mean. We worked at this putt store, and we all had those training clickers. And when we would see her black SUV, like, roll across the parking lot, I, it was over with like all of all, all the blood in our body just like froze we're like she's coming and we would start clicking the the training clickers to warn each other it's like we had a whole system of survival around this evil woman named sue she was so oh, wow. yeah come to find out though i that's when i think i was younger you know i was in my early 20s and i remember learning that the people that were like the most the a-holes of the world like sometimes they're just screaming for love because she actually was a very sad individual and when i quit she was like crying and Aww. and you know because her family hated her and i'm like well maybe you should stop being a jerk and maybe people would like you more you know i mean come on right <laughs> you're, you're gonna, it's not working out for you this way so you might want to try a different approach <laughs> so yeah that's that was my real life fell reaver for a moment so the fell reaver just needs a hug you know that's what i just tying it up with that. So we just like the abominable hug. snowman just needed his tooth removed. And yeah, just thing. like that. Yeah, he was a jerk because he had a toothache. Can you take the tooth out? It's fine. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> then we had fun, Eva, right? I was like, hey, Eva, you know what would be amazing? <laughs> if we get all of your flight pass. I know you're only like level 58, but whatever. Let's go. So we went and got you Zangramarsh. And we went to... 
Shat or Shatrath. We went to, um, and then uh, everything took a turn when we hit um, Nagrand <laughs> because <laughs> we got our flight path. And then I don't know how you found yourself in this predicament. <laughs> like, how did you? Ha how did this happen? We have a clip on our Twitch channel. It's so <laughs> mind-boggling to me. But leave it to Eva. Out of the entire world of the Grand and the Outland, she landed right. Where did you land, Eva? In this hole. There was no getting out of a hole. So there was. A, there was this. Leaving the Grand, there was this little ramp, and I thought that I could beat Rena over by following the water. So then I was like, oh, it's a huge waterfall. Jump down the waterfall into the gigantic lake. So I did that, but my body went into the waterfall into a dry territory of rock. It's like a rock! And the water went over somehow. So I was stuck. And this whole rock. And I tried jumping, and I was like, "Well, what if we invited a two-person player to come and like get a mount for me?" And then she's like, "This is classic." Bro. Yeah, they're like, no "There's none of that nonsense in like, class." And I discovered <laughs> that I am not the only person stuck. There was one other person, okay, stuck down there. In the freaking hole, the same hole, out of the whole world of Outland, out of the yeah. whole area of the map of Nagrand, Eva lands in a rock with another player who is also stuck in the same rock. And I'm up on a bridge, right? And I'm like, I don't see you. And, and it was I'm like, I don't see you down there. What rock are you in? And she's like, I'm in a rock. Look at your screen. And because when I, I was looking. Like <laughs> We've already gone over this. I do horrible impressions. I only impersonate how people sound in my head at that moment of time. And they're not accurate whatsoever. So in my head, in my head, you were like, ah, look at my screen. And I said, it's a waterfall. I don't know what you're talking about. All I see is water. But obviously, when you're in the water and the game, you're in a rock, <laughs> it was a trip. So then I was like, okay, so what can we do? What do we have? Too bad that we don't have PvP. I was like, what if we flag ourselves for PvP? And then we we beg a, a horde player to come and kill us. <laughs> and then you die. And then you're free. Why don't we do that? And then we're like, oh, yeah, we can't talk to the horde because we're an alliance. So right. we can't even set up the logistics of this is just not going to happen. <laughs> and then we're like, okay, fine. We'll just hearth. <laughs> so, yeah. It, yeah. Bite the bullet with that long round yeah. back the next flight. That, that sucked. <laughs> but yeah, it was hilarious. We had it too was much funny. Fun. But then what happened after? Which part? The part that we went to visit the Scryers and yes. Shadow Moon. Is that Shadow Moon Valley? Because yeah. uh, Shadow... The moon place was it the was moon? it shadow oh, no shadow moon valley i think it may be the beginning of it it was right in the beginning like some razor edge mountain looking i don't know yeah that was we, anyways um i found out that <laughs> <laughs> we're trying to get eva her flight paths and i had already sworn my allegiance to the aldors and not the scryers 
Well, I didn't look at the small print of the scryer camp base and I didn't put two and two together that they were scryers. So I roll up and I'm like, oh, I think this is a scryer flight path. And I can walk right in. She could walk right in. I followed her and they punched me in the face and I I died immediately. They're like, oh, loser. And I was just like dead. And I was like, what? That was the funniest thing. She didn't pledge her allegiance to either one faction yet, so they were neutral for her, and it was hilarious. (laughs) I'm like, this is a trip. So, yeah, I learned real quick that Scryers hate my face now, not classic. So, (laughs) Anyways, moving on to Valheim. Yes, we have been playing on our Seastar Gaming Valheim server. I host one for us to play on through Nitrado, and we got to build our first fort. And then um, that game is so much fun. It took me a little bit to get used to the barking deer because the deer seems to they bark in the game. I don't know what it's early yeah. access. It's the so. warning call of something like they see you and it just sounds like they're barking them. all the time. And, and I'm like, like what? <laughs> yeah, they do, and it doesn't sound like it's weird. I, I feel like they should snore at me. Call. Yeah, yeah, it's very weird. So it took a while for me to not be afraid of the weird barking noises I was hearing because Eva told me that it came from the deer. So it is only earlier. Um, it is early access. I believe it's $19.99 on Steam. And but it runs really smooth for being early access. And the graphics are like your person's graphics look like hot dookie. Um, because it's just awful. But the world, like if you're a person who's big into like what your character looks like, you will hate Valheim because Valheim, you just look like a basic generic pixelized like uh like the animals in art or the animals in wow that have like the bunnies aren't smooth bunnies they have like ridges to them like every you know when you get up close on some of the animals in wow Mm -hmm. like out in the wild yeah they have like like that yeah they have like little (laughs) jagged edges and stuff on them but the world it's so crazy how valheim gets away with that because the world is beautiful and, and amazing and epic and smooth and detailed but your character just looks like a hot mess so but once you look past that it's really cool and one thing i like about it too is that there is an element of questing to it but only to kind of like teach you about what to do in the game like giving you little hints this little crow will fly down and scare the crap out of you like initially until you get used to it and it'll be like you know and then you and i'll say you should go do this or it'll explain to you like what you're around and what you need to do we're very low level new at it because we've just been enjoying ourselves and we're not like you know gotta grind to beat some sort of valheim award i don't know I've started to see where that little bird comes at like the worst times. Yes! Right after you've died of this really scary situation, and all of a sudden you respawn and the bird is right there and you think. To tell you about what you should have avoided? Yeah. (laughs) I don't know how many times we've screamed at that bird, but. (laughs) We're running for our lives. Like, you died in that skeleton cave. Oh, gosh. She died in the skeleton cave, and I went AFK and I came back and she's like, I died in the skeleton cave. Can you help me? And we're like, let's go. And then we, I didn't know what I was getting myself into. And then we walked into this cave and then there's these skeletons that are ticked off at you and start shooting arrows at you. And we're like in like our underwear with like a stick in our hand. And we're just like trying to club them. And it was, it was, like, we got it. So I'll just fast yeah. forward to, we finally made it. But how many times did it take us 
So three. like corpse. Yeah, no, it was more than three. Because <laughs> I think you left away AFK and I went back a couple of times by myself oh, trying okay. to get your bag of belongings. Because you had like, oh yeah, because you were carrying a bunch of stuff that you loved. And you're like, I can't leave it in there. We must go back. And so we went back to get it. Because you found like a gold nugget or something. Oh, like we were I had carrying... gold coins. And yeah, like gold coins. Yeah. And some other things. Yeah. So I lost my mind. I think my first jump scare because we freak out. Like I get so triggered easily in video games. I have, we had to put a jump scare warning on anything we do because I lost my mind. I was peacefully building our first fort. Eva was off conquering the world. I was at home building us a fort to call home. And I heard this angry gurgling noise. And I was like, what is that? I said, are you killing something outside of the cabin? And she's like, I'm nowhere by the cabin. I'm like, what is that? What is making this creepy noise? I just casually walk out my cabin door and then like in real life, like this is how it plays out in my head. I look over to our camping implement, like it had that campfire and then we had that little thing that you hang your meat from. There was a freaking goblin ticked off at our camping area <laughs> that he was growling and kicking and attacking it. And then he slowly turns and looks at me and runs right at me and I went, Aah! I lost my mind. <laughs> And then I tried to get into my cabin door. I can't open the freaking door. Any other time I could open the door, but when I'm being chased by a goblin, a ticked off gurgling goblin, I can't, I can't open the door. And I'm sitting here hitting me, let me in. Let, I'm just spazzing out. I just can't, I can't. So, but it was fun. I got goosebumps right now, just reliving it in my head. Like I'm that, <laughs> I'm sure there's a name for it. Like when your game becomes real life, like that's that. So that's how I feel. Yeah. So yeah. And the other thing I love right now, right right it's now like the building. What, immersed, yeah, I'm so immersed in my yeah. games. But yeah. I'm sure there's some reason why I get so triggered by it. But <laughs> um the building so far is still frustrating because there's like clipping weirdness and you'll put up a wall and it'll just explode over your head. And I hate having to like constantly build workbenches. So if <laughs> Granted, we're new, so we could be just overseeing something like a more veteran gamer in this game would play. But like right now, right. I feel like I have to like scour the area with workbenches just to get things to fit. So that irritates me. Like I feel like you had to like drag me out of the house at one yeah. point. Yeah. Yes. The roof kept falling you were losing. Like, yeah. <laughs> Eva was trying to get a freaking roof to be a roof, and it was like, I'm not gonna be a roof. And she's like, Yeah, you are. And I'm like, Stop fighting with the roof. Let's go. Let's go take, let's go kill some deer in the woods and, and vent. Let's just get it out of our system, you know? And the thing that I love so far about Valheim 2 was that the creatures of the forest are summoned and they attack you. So even if you think that you're peaceful, I love that element of like war, you know, like you have tightened up the hatches, you have made your fort. Now let's test it out and let's be attacked by whatever angry warthog and grayling or shaman thing is out there. So I do love that <laughs> technique. I like yeah, that. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. So a new world, you covered a lot so far. You've been playing more than me. I was working on getting our website up and transferring everything over from our old podcast to our new stuff. And so you had a lot more time in the game. And you covered a lot of my favorite things that I like about it too. 
But I just want to let you know that um, we bought the game on Steam and we got right into the closed beta right away. But when I went to the website, if I were to buy it from Amazon, the company that makes it, it said that you had to wait to get an email to invite you in to the closed beta. So I'm like, what? Like, That's very strange. Why would That's I do that? Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, seemed like you're wiping before they poop. You know, it's very counterintuitive. You would think that you would reward someone for buying your game from you, you, <laughs> not from another company. So we just went Steam. We bought it on Steam. I think it was what forty nine ninety nine for the. I put it in the show notes. Forty nine ninety nine for the. Yeah, there was like thirty nine nine. Was it? Oh, wait, twenty nine ninety oh, nine. Deluxe regular. edition forty nine ninety nine. Yeah. Right. Or was, was it the standard edition is $39.99. So for 10 more bucks, you get okay. more, you get the Woodsman armor skin, the Woodsman hatchet skin, a Mastiff house pet, rock, paper, scissors, emote set, and a new world digital art book collection that um, it's a collection of incredible concept art from the making of the new world. So you get all that stuff. Then you get um, right now you, you pre-order and for bonus content, you get closed beta access. Isabel's amulet, antique or unique title, emo, and guild crest set. So, for ten more bucks, I was really impressed because a lot of MMOs just like in, you almost pay double to get that deluxe edition. Yeah. So I like the way they set this up. For ten more bucks, you're more people are going to buy into the deluxe edition than not because it's ten bucks. You're like, right. I get all that for an extra ten bucks? Are you kidding me? And then there was a steel book edition, but it wasn't, it's not um, currently available yet. It's probably like a collector's edition. It's that physical hand copy and like a fancy packaging. So that isn't out yet, but you uh, can pre-order on Amazon and Steam right now for $49.99 or $39.99. Just to let you know. Now you were going to say something. Oh, I was just in my head thinking it was funny because we're kind of a bad influence for each other. Very much so. Because we're sitting there, it's just like, I don't I don't know which one I should get. I don't <laughs> know if I should get the deluxe one. I don't know if I should get the cheaper one. I was like, well, if you need to make a decision, I just bought the deluxe. You already bought the deluxe? I was like, <laughs> like well, I'm getting it too. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll be. I'm Sign me up. Give me the deluxe. Yeah, we both got the deluxe. I think it'll be worth it. Yeah, 10 more bucks, you get all that stuff. That's cool. And um, they, I don't see any mention of, the, of a subscription or anything yet. So I haven't even checked into that, but I haven't seen anything. I don't know. Yeah, me neither. Maybe, I don't know. Um, but so we bought the game and then I love the sandbox MMO hybrid feel because I come from my first MMO was World of Warcraft and then my first sandbox game was Ark Survival Evolved and I feel like they had a kid and now I get to punch trees but I get to <laughs> quest and I get to gather herbs and I but I have to have a campfire to cook my recipes on and you know like I feel like it's a nice balance right now and because you know I kind of maybe still a, a troll a loving troll I love proximity <laughs> voice chat because I was like a Jew I was just like a 12 year old I <laughs> It wasn't like three in the morning and there's people chopping trees and I would just roll up and I'm like, how much wood could a woodchuck chuck? And then I run off and I just cackle to myself. <laughs> I, just, I think I was so slapstick tired that I was entertaining myself by asking all the woodchuck. People chucking, chopping wood. How much 
scrambled chuck chuck and then run off. It was so funny. So, or I would sing. I would go woohoo and stuff. It was funny. So I was loving the proximity chat. And I also love the faction choices that they have in the game, that these faction choices have real consequences. So I was reading in um, PC Games, ESN.com, I, I put it in the show notes. They said, they, there was an article out and it said, wondering which faction you should pick a new world? Well, New World's closed beta started and we expect an influx of players to arrive. But um, there's actually a few things that distinguish the game from normal MMOs. That's because there's no classes. You can only have one character per server and the player base is split into three factions. You can either be a Marauder, a Syndicate, or a Covenant. And the fact that you choose, the faction that you choose has a really big impact on your gameplay. It says if you select one, you cannot join a different faction for the next 120 days. And if you are restricted, and you are restricted to joining companies or guilds, essentially that match your faction. So you can only join other parties like guilds and stuff if they're of your faction. So if you opt into PvP, you can be attacked by players of rival factions. So I thought that was neat. And you also represent your faction in wars and in the 50 versus 50 PvP battles and also over control of settlements. So that's oh, that was cool. One thing I thought was really cool. I don't know if you've ever played Guild Wars 2. I did, but not in that route. Like I didn't get that far. Oh, okay. I was playing you by myself. They would have like events. Were you ever around for events? Yeah, you had to run. Spawn? Yeah, yeah, or like so Rift. You had to go close game, Rifts and stuff together. I, yeah. So in this game, I really like it because it'll say, if you look, open your map, it'll highlight an area, be like a war. There will be a war here soon. And oh. if you, it'll tell you and you can sign up to be a part of that. Well, war. that's cool. So, yeah. So it's not like you're just randomly walking and bam, you die because you walked. Into right. The it lets you know. Yeah. So it okay. tells you like at this time on this day or a rival guild can set a rival attack on your town. Okay. And you have to defend it. So I think that's really awesome. That is fun. And that's what I always loved about World of Warcraft when a new expansion was coming, because that's the time they had would rally us. They would have right. the pre-expansion patch come in. I just wish they had more stuff like that in the world on the regular instead right. of just like a week or two before an expansion every yeah. one to two years. I, you know, I just think that that I like that. I like what being I able think to do that. Cool about it too is like the part about that really made me get bored with WoW because I was a big PvPer is that the PvP disappeared. Yeah. And all the the town hopping, city hopping, attacking the other faction, it just disappeared. And with this, it, like, the world PvP it. and stuff we love so much back yeah. on Vico yeah. before server mushing. Yeah. <clears throat> And yeah. now it feels like it's it'll be really nice in this game because it's planned out and if you want to be a part of it you sign up and you know exactly I think it. that's or awesome. Or you can like set your own uh thing your own factions like last night I was playing and somebody set up a faction to faction rally fight on another thing starting sometime today I think it was but I just okay. thought it was really cool. So it gives you plenty of time in advance. It's not like a immediate right now you know <laughs> right <laughs> yeah. um it also says that the winner 
of the um, area, they get control of the settlement and the winner gets to be in charge of the settlement's development and tax rates and also receives buffs in the local area. So there's plenty of reasons to pledge your allegiance, but how do you decide your new world faction? So, yeah. I picked the Covenant. It says you have to be level 10 before you can even pick a faction. Yeah, that's where I got to. All right, so you have to be level 10. You can only change every 120 days and you can only have one character per server. Um, yes. It says if you're playing with a group of people or know any players who have already chosen their faction, they strongly recommend that you choose the same one unless you want to fight against them, of course. <laughs> so, right. yeah. So there's a lot of things um, we'll probably have to go into researching what factions and why. Here it says the Marauders are ruthless military force. The Covenant are a fanatical order on a mission to cleanse the land of impurities and heretics to restore <laughs> justice. And the Syndicate is a secretive organization of boundless guile and intellect. If you prefer skulking around, obtaining secrets behind everyone's back, you're in good company with them. I think I'd lean towards the Out Covenant. Yeah. Marauders, if you're looking to flex your muscle and strong arm your way to the top, Marauders is the place for you. Yeah, it's either, yeah, I could see. Hmm. It's a very big decision. I really liked Covenant. I wasn't a fan that my emblem was yellow because there's green, blue, green, purple, and I want to say red might be. Yeah, I do remember seeing red. Red, yellow, and purple I remember seeing the most when I was leveling. So I really feel like it was like picking Gryffindor or Slytherin. Right. <laughs> right. I remember you telling me that too. Yeah. So like, but yeah, I, um, every time I ran on the server we're on, every time I heard proximity chat, the nice people were in yellow. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to yellow. Someone from yellow gave me a free ax for no, nothing. No reason at all. Just walked up was like, here, here's the ax for you. And I was Aww. like, and then my friend that I met ended up choosing yellow and so I will be I choosing yellow town, then as well. Yeah. And when I was up on um, in town dancing on the water well, all of the people that were in purple seemed mean. So I'm like, yellow it is. Yellow like, it is. I didn't see red around very much at I all. I like your way of uh, picking the faction. Yeah. I was like, yeah. I'm just going to observe. Monitor the behaviors of the others yep. around. Yeah. <laughs> which is me in real life. I sit yeah. back and I observe, like, which exactly. are my people and which Smart are Smart way to go about it. <laughs> So yeah, and we'll wrap up our new world talk with just because there was a lot of chatter about people with high end graphics cards being new world was jacking them up. (laughs) So could you imagine because graphics cards right now are hard to come by. They cost a lot of money Mm -hmm. and for you to just sit down to play a game and then have your graphics card implode. And it was happening because in the settings, there was a way to set your FPS where a lot of games have select slots for you to have. Theirs was uncapped at this point in this beta stage. So it would be uncapped FPS. So because it was uncapped, it was damaging GPUs. So they recommended you to make sure if you go in, go into your settings and pick 
30 FPS or 60 FPS. One of those, because I think those are your only two choices. Right. Do not leave it uncapped. Even knowing they claim that it is fixed, still go in and just cap it. Why, why take the chance? Because there was PC Gamer put out that EVGA confirms it is replacing all its RTX 3090s killed by Amazon's New World MMO. And um, it says, and reports are that GPUs will be shipping out right about now, too. So EVGA confirmed to PC Gamer that every one of its GeForce RTX 3090 cards that have been killed by issues with New World MMO closed beta will be replaced by the company. And they are quoted saying, yes, all failed 3090s are being replaced. A spokesperson for the company has said. And the developer Amazon Game Studio has now released a hotfix, which clamps the FPS in the menu without affecting the rest of the game, despite assuring gamers that the closed beta was safe to play, regardless mm. of any patch. <laughs> So, yeah, just uh, the people who have had their $2,000 graphic cards executed by the game might have something to say about the safe-to-play nature of the game, but at least they know that they're going to be having new cards coming, so that's cool. I'm glad. I love happy endings, so I'm glad that that happened. So just kind of want to give you guys a heads up. You know, probably still doesn't hurt to go in there and make sure you got that on lockdown because... Who wants to have something like that happening? <laughs> it is a chance you we take when we play early access or beta games as there might be some wonkiness going on. So, so that wraps up my our my what I've been doing in game. How about you, Eva? Are you I, I think I said a lot yeah, to go on and on and on. So yeah, we have a lot of fun. Here. Yeah. Save it for the next show. <laughs> next episode. It's always like that when you've been a gone, you have to, there's a lot of chatter catching up and filling everyone in where we've been. So right. if you don't hang out with us and don't keep listening to the show, no hard feelings. We totally get it. I'm a podcast listener. I know we're finicky bunch. We're a fickle bunch. So yeah, so there's that. And we're going to go into our closing of the show. If I can find it, here it is. If you want to get a hold of us, don't forget you can email the show at seastergaming at gmail.com. You can follow the show on Twitter and tweet us at Seastra Gaming. That's S E E S T R A Gaming. And you can find the show notes and our Twitch channel and everything, Seastra Gaming at seastergaming.com. You can follow me on Twitter at Harena, H A R A I N N A. And you can follow Eva at Eva underscore chat on the twitter and also um if you like to watch twitch channels and listen and chat along while you play we welcome you to follow us on twitch at seastra gaming and there's that and also if you want to be a part of the show and uh tell us what you've been playing or anything you want to talk about in the gaming community and universe there is a handy dandy message option on our website seastergaming.com it's at the top it says voicemail you just 
click it and you just record right from your phone or from your computer and then it sends it to us and then we can add it into the show it's easy breezy nothing fancy to be done so we welcome you to be a part of the show and let us know what you've been playing and what your thoughts are on certain games or opinions on what's going on in the news um gaming news we welcome you to do so so thank you so much for listening and we hope to uh, see you back on episode two of Seastra Gaming Podcast. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. <laughs> I'm like, I'm done, Jack. If I do do you have anything you want to say? <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, stay tuned after the intro because we're going to put a clip of our, one of our latest gaming sessions at the end of the show. If you just want to get a taste of the shenanigans of the Seastra Gaming. So. <laughs> Take care. Till next time. Bye. Ta-ta. Toodles. Strength comes from the heart. Hey, you very good. See you next time. Currents guide you home. Good luck. The reign of terror has ended. Don't let the door hit you where the cataclysm splits you. Peace. Or not. Good luck. Never show anybody your griffin. No, it's a trick. <laughs> They know we're new in town. They're like, oh, but they'll show us the griffin. No griffin. <laughs> we will do no such thing, weirdo. Here we go. Just Take it right. Your... Oh. <laughs> What's that? The weirdos. I just want a picture of your griffin. <laughs> <laughs> You're crazy. <laughs> you are so crazy. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> You are so crazy. Well, I haven't unlocked my griffin yet, so my griffin is safe. <laughs> I can't fly yet, so. <laughs> my griffin has not been paid for. <laughs> Bought and paid by your sponsor, Brud, the griffin seller. We are here to find Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> so makes me laugh. <laughs>